Hello and welcome to the Weekly Recap. This is Nick, hanging out in the basement again. I have a very special guest for you this evening. He requested it himself. Uh, Let's hear it. For your favorite and ours. (laughs) A return to the form. There it is. So You know I have to revisit. You know I have to periodically revisit. But this is like a record, because it's only been like two episodes since you were last on. Yes. Yeah, it, it was. I well, I I I wanted to get together because I had some thoughts and this famously is we haven't that we haven't <laughs> it's not, nothing that we haven't covered before, but um, I've I'm seeing with fresh eyes. So oh, okay, so I know so I wanted to. I know what this is about, but for the listeners at home, um. There has there been new information that's come to light, or is it like a, a reinvigoration, or the opposite? Uh. <laughs> okay, so let's let's get into it. So, uh, oh, are what we just, I want to discuss specifically, oh. yeah, why not? All right, yeah. I mean, I, I just want to. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to tease the the <laughs> the generous listeners. They're lending us uh, their time, dear listener. I want them to listen. We appreciate um, you. So after about a three or four year hiatus, I went to a beer festival for the first time. Back in the game. He back. (laughs) Honestly, I think the last one I went to was that one we went to at Cinderland's, like when it first opened, like late night one. Juicy Brews late night. Late night. Yeah. So (laughs) that was, um, I think, 2019. Maybe 2018. I think it was 18. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's been a while and I wasn't, I mean, I, I've never been like the biggest fan of, of them in general. Actually, you know what? I think the last one I went to might've been in 2019 with my friend because we went to this one that was at stage AE and it was like the, it was like big beer. It wasn't like a craft festival. I guess the craft festival, last craft festival I went to was the one at Cinderland's, but no, so I went to one and I was like, I have thoughts. I have many thoughts. Yeah, the last one I was at was July 2019. Okay. At stage AE. But, you know, and that was fun. But it wasn't really giving me uh, craft and and whatnot. But, no, so I went and uh, or I had a friend that said, hey, do you, what are you doing Saturday? Like the week leading up to this beer festival, which was. Beers of the Berg, second weekend. I did not go to the first weekend. I will say the first weekend, I think, was better. I think they had better places first weekend. Oh, really? Second weekend. Um, it, I just it had more than I like wanted to to try or like I don't know. I, the food also looked better in the first weekend, so I I was a little bit bummed at that because I like when I pulled it up, I was like looking like oh who's there, and I and then I realized like halfway through that. I was looking at the wrong section. Oh so, no. So that was fun. <laughs> but, um, but no, so i I went to go see Ben and Jen, fame, uh, famous friends of the pod, Ben and Jen. Yes. Um, hello, beautiful PGH, my girl, my girl, my, the love of my, my absolute life, <laughs> my soulmate, perhaps <laughs> remains to be seen, but I went to see them on Friday and then they said they were going to beers of the bird cause they were, uh, they were helping to, to work something. Um, and, uh, so I, yeah, so I had like a VIP ticket, which was you get in an hour early. 
Oh, that's the best, isn't it? Before it. It actually was really nice. Like, it was nice to, like, get the lay of the land before everyone, like, really showed up. But, so, it, for for those that don't know, and I'm sure everyone that will listen to this or listens to this podcast in any um, religious manner would know that it was at the Cary Furnace, which I've never, or Cary Furnace is, I don't, I don't know what it's called, but um, I had never been there. Have you been there before? I... I have not actually. Apparently, um, they there have been like concerts there. Like I feel like someone was like, "Oh yeah, Wiz Khalifa like played right on that patch of grass or something." <laughs> like it was like a weird. I don't know. I don't know how these places like. I mean, it it was a. I, I guess it makes sense because there's a lot of like empty space and a lot of area to put a bunch of tents and stuff, but. So I, you know, I, I, I wasn't like super thrilled to go because I just know how these things end up going all the time. Sure. And sure. I, you know, I just, I, I'm, I was a little bit hesitant. Um, so it was, I think it was four to seven, three, uh, the VIP tickets were like, we're three to seven. So we ended up getting there like maybe three thirty ish or so. And we got in and there was like no one there. So, uh, yeah, so that was, that was interesting. People were like lined up, like GA was like lined up. Like there were people lined up at like three thirty. <laughs> I was like, is it that serious? Well, I don't think I, honestly, I think three, three hours is a good time frame. Like I wouldn't have minded like leaving a little bit, like dipping a little bit early. But we we kind of were just hanging out, and eventually we got to the end, and we just sort of like we did dip like probably ten minutes before the end of it. But uh, I will say a couple high points. I would say like it's it, it is organized very well. Like I I felt like everything ran very smoothly. Um, I I there wasn't any like any crazy lines for anything. Um, and I, there was a lot of places there, which was, which is pretty shocking that everyone's able to like get out there and whatnot. So it's, um, it was cool to like be back around a bunch of people that were all there. And I, I liked that it was like actual like Pittsburgh craft. Like it wasn't, it's not like an all over the place kind of thing. So it's like cool to like showcase some of the places and I won't name names, but some of the places were not great. the The problem is like I don't really remember any anything that I had, like not a single one that I was like. The only one I remember was ah, I forget who who had it. It was the place right next to Mondays, but it wasn't Mondays. And they had some like smoothie sour, and it like literally was the consistency of a smoothie. It was like wild. <laughs> But that's the only one because I like, oh, what else did I have? I had like a, I, we had like a horchata cream ale or something that was also sort of strange and weird. But, you know, like all of the, it, it has like, it, it had a good variety of like, there's the big hitters and then there's like a bunch of like smaller places. Like they had, um, what's the Caribbean brewery called? Mastic Trail. Mastic Trail. Yeah. Mastic Trail was there. You like you got your dancing gnome, your hitchhiker, your grist house, all that shit. And then you have like pretty much everyone else. Like Cinderlands was there. 
So it's like it's good to have like a palate cleanser of like something that you know and love in between like these weird selections. It's always it's always interesting to see what people bring out to these beer festivals, like what what they're tapping and and what they like because like like some people had like amber, like there were ambers, like people had stouts. I'm like. I, I get that might be like the only thing that you guys have right now or something. Or, like maybe you didn't have anything else available, but like it is like in the dead of summer, it's like 90 degrees outside. Like, <laughs> can we get some like loggers and IPAs? Like it just seemed like a strange, a strange thing. I don't know if you were following any of the coverage from any of the other um, beer influencers in the city of Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, no, I absolutely was. Um, the the thing about that festival to me was that it was always kind of like weak with like the actual Pittsburgh brewery support for a while there. Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah. mean anything negative against them because I don't know them personally. I don't know like what they went through to get to this point, but it feels like in the past couple of years, they really have turned it on. Uh, yeah, I was definitely, I was definitely shocked. Cause I like when, when I hear beers of the Berg, like it, it does sound like one of those, like, it's only going to be like Penn and like, you know, like <laughs> Hofbra house. It, and yeah, yeah like, <laughs> like it doesn't seem like a, so I was like, interesting. I don't know. Like did, did the brew brewers guild like recently pick that up or something? Like, was it always run by, I mean, obviously the brewers guild is only like what, four years old or something like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. They've only been around for a couple of years, but the, um, I think that they're, I I just really think that they tried like a lot harder the past couple of years to really like make it a, I mean, I think they got everyone. Yeah. They got everyone, which was nice. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm like interested in how, like, do these people make, are they just like, is this just like a marketing thing for them? Like they're bringing a bunch of beer and it's just to get their name out there. Like. Or are they actually getting some of the profit from these ticket sales? Because I can't imagine, like, I don't know, just to rent the space and all that kind of stuff. Like, it seems, I don't, I don't know how it works. I don't really need to know any of the details, but it just, it just made something that I was like wondering about was, is anyone making money off of this? Or is this just like a big, like PR push, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I feel like there has to be some sort of marketing, like angle to it that makes money. Um, if you are a representative of the Brewers Guild and want to come on, or if you're a representative of Beers of the Berg and want to come on, please, you know, reach out. Oh, sure. But the, uh, I, I gotta say, it, it seems to me like the price of the tickets far outweighs the, the cost of the place in that particular one, because I feel like Carrie Furnace is one of those like great historical sites that doesn't really do anything right. Like they're, they're just like there. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Like it's a beautiful place. No. It looks amazing, but it's not like this, you know, heavily sought after, like, uh, you're not doing this at, you know, Star Lake in Burgettstown or yeah, like the, right. the PPG paints arena for a night, like where, you, where it's going like to cost you a million dollars or right. more to rent it out or something like that. Like, yeah, I feel like this is a kind of a, throw to the city of Pittsburgh, let alone the fact that the tickets were not outrageously expensive. I don't think for what it was. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I I think I I don't even know. I, my, my friend gave me a number and I sent her the money. I didn't even, I didn't even bother to like 
check to see if what she told me was <laughs> accurate. Yeah. But I think it was like 80 or something, which, you know, I it's for me, it's a little steep. But, you know, we've been to a lot of these things and like they're like. Well, and on the topic, I think you get what you pay for, too. Right. So, yeah, like I'm going I'm going to Good Vibes in a couple of weeks at Voodoo and the tickets were one hundred and thirty five dollars. Right. I don't mind paying it because I know I'm getting some of the best beer that I'll never get a chance to have otherwise. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And right. even though it is, you know, the middle of July and it's going to be a 107 degrees that day and I'm going to be drinking 15% stouts all day. I'm very excited about it because I know voodoo puts on a great event with their best friends in the industry who bring stellar beers every time and Voodoo steps up and brings the best of their best, you know? So that's to me, like if you're making it worth my money, I'm going to (laughs) go like, that's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just for, for me, the ticket price is a little high because there's like, there's several tiers of Pittsburgh breweries that we know, you know, you have your like real heavy hitters that we enjoy. And it's not, I mean, this is all subjective because we have different tastes than other people, but like that still objectively, there are just places who are like either, either a better at it, B have been around longer, all that kind of stuff. Um, and again, I'm not going to name any names, but like, it's not many places like that like you go and you're like, okay, this is great. This is wonderful. Like most of the places are going to be like mid level to low level. So it's like, you're not, and I, I mean, you can go as many times as you want to one brewery if you really wanted to do that, but like, if you really want to try, but it's good that people are getting out there. It's just like, sometimes the caliber of beer around here is not, is not always the best. Alex, um, I'm just going to say this. I wish you would. You wish I would name names. Yeah. Uh, I wish I knew. I wish I had a name. I wish I had a <laughs> name to give you. I don't know. It's uh, I but, mean, if I looked at the list, if I brought the list up, I could definitely I could definitely pull a few. But it's it just I mean, even even the two people that I was with, like we all had different, like very different um, preferences for like beer styles and all that kind of stuff. So it's like some of the stuff they loved and some of the stuff I was like, I don't none of that sounds interesting to me at all. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that that is the result of three or three and a half years of a craft beer podcast where all we did was drink IPAs and some stuff, cellar beers, you know. <laughs> so I unfortunately have shot myself in the foot for and just and just flat out enjoying things. Hey, you, you know, know what? You can still flat out enjoy things and have opinions about them. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's why I mean that's why I asked for this. It was for some space to discuss these things. Yeah. And I mean um, realistically, like the if if I know that a product is going to get better, or if I know that uh maybe they make some of my favorite beers, but also some of my least favorite beers, I'm gonna talk about that because I don't care to sugarcoat things for for myself, for the listeners, for whoever is is it doesn't benefit. I mean, it honestly doesn't benefit anyone because if you're if you're just like blindly saying like, "Oh yeah, this is good," like that, like criticism is good. Yeah, you know. But I'm also not a chicharrone, well. so you know, I yeah, I'm not I, I'm not here to. I don't know. 
these those places are open and they got invited for a reason and i'm sure some people enjoyed them and honestly at one of those things after about 20 minutes everything tastes the same yeah (laughs) and you're like okay great this is good like the number of times yeah it's just like it all blends together and there's you know it's just like sensory overload how many 3.75 check-ins do you have on untapped from this festival that's like Right. You know what I mean? Like right. it's good, but it's not great. It's, it's, uh, one of the best styles I've ever had. It's not the, the favorite of the style that I've ever had. Like there are infinite number of mundane reviews that you can make, but the important thing is one, did you have fun? Two were, were the, uh, beers good. And three, how was the actual experience while you were there? Right. That's, that's really what it comes mm-hmm. down to the, the, yeah what you're putting out there product wise is far more important than what beers you drank. Right. And I think that we're seeing what content. Can you gain from this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what content can you generate from your experience at this beer festival? Well, and, and to pivot though, like um, a little bit away from beers of the Berg specifically, they don't really have a gimmick. They're just Pittsburgh breweries at this point, right? Like we're, we're right. celebrating Pittsburgh right. breweries. The, the gimmicky festivals are even crazier because then you have breweries that are specifically brewing beers for the festivals. Like a uh, perfect example is the, uh, the Fueled by Hops festivals, right? You have Drink the Cookie Table, which is a very direct reference to Pittsburgh. But then you had uh, Best Brunch Ever, right? Which was just a wide open, do what you want to do, make it breakfast themed make it brunch themed, make it, you know, mimosas and sangria and bloody Marys. And like, let's, let's do the damn thing with bacon. Right. And these guys absolutely took it and ran with it. And then you have like the juicy brews festivals where they do a theme based on the experience, not on the beers. Right. So you have like late night, you have Valentine's day, you have St. Patrick's day, you have, all these, like, you know, Dancing Gnome's birthday, right? We were at that one. Spoopy brews. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. So it's right. not about what beers the breweries bring. It's about the party around it. So there are an infinite number of ways to come at a beer festival. But at the end of the day, the real thing that you want is for somebody to walk away going, I had a beer that I would have never gotten a chance to have otherwise. I had a great experience. I had a lot of fun. I got drunk and made some memories. Like that's, that's pretty much all you yeah. can do. Right. 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 So no, I agree. Uh, well, so now I think, you know, after, after that, like, I mean, everyone had fun, but like, I want to get into it now. Yeah. I give some of my complaints. Let's fucking go shit all over them. So no. <laughs> we're going to start, uh, I'm going to start, re- I'm going to start really at the top. Very clear uh, disclosure on this one, guys. We do not hate anybody for no. putting this festival on. I don't know any of you personally. Again, reach out to us if you have opinions, you have rebuttals to Alex's complaints. Listen, complaints, everyone whatever. had a great time. Uh, we had a great time. Yeah. Uh, I want to I want to put that out there first and foremost. Oh, are you, are you being shallow and pedantic? Yes. Okay. Always. Fair enough. <laughs> no, I'm not it, it's more about the it's it, my complaints are more about the concept of 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 um Brew fests, beer festivals, beer festivals. Yeah. Like, like just like things that I think could go better or something we should revisit. 
So anyway, we start off and I immediately going. Do you okay? It, it it didn't seem like anyone else really like knew or or like knew not knew about it, but like had I guess maybe like a problem with. So have you ever like walked into some sort of like event like at like the convention center or something? And there's these people saying like, oh, we're giving away like a free vacation if you just give us your email and your name or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like those big giant notepads and you like sign like we walked in and they had one of those. And I was like, what is this? Like, this seems like a scam. I said no. I was like, no, thank you. I'm good. And they like kept pushing. They were like, are you sure? Like we're and I was like, yes, literally, I don't want to put I don't want to give you my email. I don't want another email to my contact information like. Literally. Like, yeah. I was like, this is stupid. Why do we have this? So anyway, move on from that. That was like a first. And that that has, I mean, I don't know who, I don't know how those places exist. I don't know what scam they're running, but it's some sort of scam for sure. Well, I remember, so that, to piggyback off of that point, um, I remember when we went to like X-Fest, and, like back in the day, I'm talking, this is like, yeah. You know, early 2000s, you'd go to X-Fest at uh, the Star Lake Pavilion, right? Right. And it would be like, oh, yeah, give us your driver's license and we'll give you two free packs of cigarettes. Like, back when I was a smoker, you know, like that. Sure, sure, sure. That was a a legit thing, but you got the reward immediately. It wasn't like you were signing up to possibly win a $10 coupon for $5 off Labatt Blue. Uh, right. at the right. next Penguins game or something. Raffles. Like it was like, yeah. It, now it's so convoluted that you don't know where your information's going. You don't know if they're taking your fingerprint when you touch the pen or whatever. That it's just don't don't give your information out. If you don't want spam yeah. calls thirty times a day, if you don't want right. one hundred and fifty emails in your inbox every three hours, then don't give your shit out. Simple as that. But right, something just feels off. Yeah, like that's that. that's super and, weird. Um, like if it was like a a, a raffle, and I stand by. I'm like, this isn't in any way associated with this festival. Like, I don't understand why these people are here. Like, are they paying to be here? They must be. I, oh, absolutely, they are. Absolutely, right. they are. But like, uh, for example, the the Good Vibes Festival, right? They do a. Uh, I don't know that it's necessarily a silent auction, but it's like a, it's like an auction for like sports memorabilia that they had going on. And this shit was getting out of control. Like there was a signed football by all the Steelers players that won the Super Bowl in 2009 or like, you know, that kind of thing. And it was going for like $600. But I mean, it also went to charity, which was cool. Totally fine with that. But it's charity, you know, like these people are just like, if they're just farming for your information to sell you something later, that's not okay. Yeah, I need someone to do like a an in-depth YouTube video on these places because I've seen them like so many, so many times. And I'm sure I've given my email out several times before and I was just like, no, I don't want to do this. I'm not doing this today. Yeah. And, uh, and then I moved forward. But so then next is we got our glass. And this is this is one of the big, this is one of the bigger complaints that I have. I don't need, I don't need another five ounce glass. Yeah. I don't need yep. it. I don't care what <laughs> it looks like. I don't care what logo is on it. I just, I literally just, I, I had a fa- I used a fanny pack that day and I 
was cleaning my room and I picked it up and I hadn't emptied it since the festival. And I pulled out that glass and I said, absolutely not. It's going in the trash. Yeah. I was like, it's yeah, I'm literally throwing it away. So I threw it away because I was like, I don't need this. What the fuck do you drink out of that? If it's not like there has got to be a better way. Yeah, there has to be a better way. Yeah, I I understand you don't want to give people a full glass because like you're just asking for like, I mean, they're like sturdier, whatever. You're asking for someone to just break a glass everywhere all over the, you know, right situation. I I just I I don't know what the solution is because I don't I don't really support the plastic of it all either. So, you know, I someone. But I'm also but I'm also wholly against the idea of like biodegradable cups or well, even uh, okay for beer festivals. Let me, let me qualify that. Like I'd much rather have a biodegradable cup for coffee than a plastic cup. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, when it comes to I don't know if like metal, I don't know if like aluminum is how we do this, how we go. I don't know if it's something that you immediately recycle, like you have everyone just like throw them out and immediately get they get recycled. Yeah, that would uh, that would actually like, be better, to be honest. I just uh, I know that the people because the people that go to these things are not people that need those glasses. No, 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 no. We Some all people, have like we all have 45 go, of them that we've never touched since. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you go even like nine outs, like I'm like, I don't even need this like. Cause I'm not, I don't share, at least at my home, I don't share with people. Right. I'm just going to drink the one and I'm either going to drink it out of the can or I'm going to get one of the nice pint glasses that I have, you know, I just, every time I see them, I'm like, please, can we come up with something better? Yeah. No, I and get I know you that for Some sure people there. probably like to keep them just as like a, they don't do this that often. And you know, like this is going to be like their, their memory of the day or something like that. You yeah. Know? It's like a, it's like a, uh, wedding favor or, you know, like a, the, the centerpiece yeah. at a wedding, like you, you yeah. hold on to it for a while. You realize that it's something that you, Oh, I'm sorry. I never talked to this person again after that. Like, yeah. Okay. But like the, like keepsake thing, I understand. And I do like glassware, but tasters just aren't it for me. You know, like I don't drink enough straight liquor. I don't drink enough, uh, mead or, uh, you know, like sharing enough beers to need more than the 40 that I already have. I mean, we got some use whenever we used to have like people over for the podcast and stuff and, and we would have, and some of them are cool. Like some of those juicy brews ones, like I liked those, but this one was just so like, there was no thought put into it. It's just like a stand. Like it looks like a shot glass, but a little bit bigger. It's just the whole thing was just, Banal, just really banal. Banal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Banal. <laughs> and I just, I'm just like, just do something like, I, uh, I just, I, I hate it so much. And it just, it just seems wasteful. And I just like, there, I can't imagine no one's come up with something better. You know what, point, you know what would work really well is, um, everyone just lay down and they just pour <laughs> the beer into your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> No, actually, I was going to say, you know how Dancing Gnome, when they opened the garden, did the like corn based cups or whatever they were? Yes. That would be genius. And just throw like throw like only have trash cans for the cups. Right. That's what. Yeah. Like that. That there is there is a solution. And 
I I don't have that solution. No, but I mean, if you sat if you sat at the Dancing Gnome Garden for long enough in the sun, those things would start to warp and melt, and they would already be decomposing by the time you were done drinking your beer. Like (laughs) that's like it needs to be. It needs to be the time frame needs to be to be less. I just I mean I know glass is easier to recycle than plastic, but right. But also, food grade anything is harder to recycle, right? Yeah. So right. anything right. that has food remnants in it or beverage remnants in it can't be recycled as easily as a, I don't even, I don't have a good example right now, like a, like a plastic plate or a, a glass plate or something like that, you know, like, right. Right. like a window. Uh, but the, the thing is that is something that is sincerely a problem I'm sti- I'm sitting here at the bar looking across the bar to the little nook where the TV used to sit and it's full of these tasters full of these tasters it, I just I I need I need the great minds of our generation to come together and to to find a solution Yeah where's that 8 year old who created the I'm calling the, on our elected official uh, I'm calling on our elected officials to Oh no don't do that no 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 to really put to really put some time and effort into this. I really want to see some change. No, they're, they're so, just going to take your rights away. Shut up. No, th- I, I mean, am I wrong? Anyway, so <laughs> moving on from the glasses, <laughs> we walk in. I'm trying to think what my next, my next qualm about it is. I, I don't know. I, I, for me, I just, I hate, I hate like a taster. And it, we've talked about this so much. I hate like, no, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, it's just, it's like, it's like you can barely appreciate the, like if I was a play, I don't know. It's tough because I, you know, if I, if I had my own brewery, I would like to go to things like this. Cause you get to see the people and you get to talk and you get to chat and you have a good time and all the brewers are having fun and everyone's walking around and drinking and all that kind of stuff. But then also, wait, wait, no wait, wait, actually getting a good, God. Sorry, I just to uh, an aside to that comment uh, was was beers of the Berg mostly brewery representatives or was it volunteers? I oh, that's a good question. I don't Sorry. know <laughs> the answer to that question. No, okay, that, that's fine. Like no, no, I I want to say it was mostly brewery representation. Okay, uh, that that's I awesome. No, I'm like, I don't think it. I don't. No, I don't. I don't think. Cause they didn't have like a bunch of people in t-shirts. Like, I think these are actually people from, from the breweries. Well, that's like cool. No, that's, that's perfect. That was going to be one of my big gripes was that when you have these yeah, like yeah. volunteer type no, festivals. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's when it's like corporations are sending like kegs and stuff. You know? Right. Or you're going to the untapped beer festival that happened last weekend, actually. Uh, oh, fun. But I mean, they had like fucking 10,000 people or something like that. It was fucking ridiculous. But I mean that it's a huge app. I mean, you can't you can't deny that it that it, you know, was sort of a cultural revolution in terms of craft beer and beer in general. Can but. can we uh can I can I say something? Yeah, of course. Uh when you hop have the floor. When hop culture got sold to untapped, that sucked. Just just throwing it out there. Yeah, I actually was recently thinking about that, which is crazy. Um, is that even does that even exist anymore? What hop culture? Yeah. Oh, they do, but they're mostly just articles. And 
I mean, the issue there, I, I think, is that they fell off in content so much. And now they're trying to like win it back, which kind of sucks. Like, I mean, I, I loved hop culture for, for what they were at the time, because it was like a, you know, tiny startup, just scrappy little like company that was really trying to get out there and just be the face of craft beer. And then, I mean, they joined with a company that wants to be a craft beer champion, but I think that untapped kind of killed them off. And I, again, nothing personal against the people, but I think just the way that they went about it was so bad. Cause like, I mean, I met the the guy that created untapped at the juicy Bruce festival in uh, Lawrenceville. Right. And super nice guy, very intelligent. Like it was, it was a cool conversation to just like sit there and talk to him for a couple minutes. But in seeing the way that they did hop culture dirty, I'm just like, over it, you know, and I want them to like, I, yeah. I, I want that to be like a, a, an approachable thing. Like I want craft beer to not be this outlier in a industry that's already overrun by corporations. But I think that creating a big corporation to run craft beer knowledge and craft beer uh, exposure is not the way to go about it. You know, <laughs> like no, it was just I, very strange. I think- yeah, I mean, you you would think, like, I mean, you know, everyone has to chase a bag, and there was some definitely some bag chasing happening there. Oh, I love yeah. that. And I will never hate that. No, no, I no. I will never no. hate on someone for chasing a bag, but with, like, everything in our culture moving towards, like, local things, like, I think this is, I mean, I, I don't really have a, I don't really have a good opinion about that, but, like, I think, like, this is where, like, places, like, very local, like, or, like, things like that, like, smaller sort of, like, news, you know, like, online news sources and all that kind of stuff. Like, I think that's where, like, those become really important uh, as as people try to, like, spend less on, you know, things from corporations and more on, like, their local stuff. Like, it's good to hear about what's happening around town and all that kind of stuff. Because Very Local, they cover, like, a lot of different things around Pittsburgh, right? It's yes. Yeah. Yeah. They have, they have a couple of offshoots in other cities, uh, which do the same thing. Like they're very localized to their, their areas. So that's something that absolutely I, I, I commend them for because you're not right. You're not creating a news channel to follow the news everywhere. You're creating the content that your followers want to see. Mm -hmm. Does that, did I say that right? Does that make sense? Yeah. You're, yeah, you're, you're catering to the audience, not pandering to the group, you know, like, or not pandering to the, the country or whatever. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, you know I, what I mean? I think I understand. Yeah. I didn't know what you mean. I understand. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think like, it, yeah, it was unfortunate that cause hop culture is like really cool. And it, I mean, but, it's just such a specific like niche thing. Like that's why I think like very locals is good because it covers like so much. Yes. Yeah. They, they really just go out and like, they tell the stories of the culture of an area based on uh, a new, you know, local business owner or they'll, they'll highlight the craft beer 
or the craft brewery of the moment or whatever, like that kind of thing. Like it's, it's, it's very, um, like the, the news source is micro, but the message is very macro, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. independent journalism. We got to support it. Yeah, for sure. But, but yeah, sorry. Um, I, I totally derailed that with that's the, okay. the no, hump no, culture no. comment. No, I, I, no, it's interesting that you brought that up. Cause I also was, I was recently thinking about that. Cause I was like, wait, weren't they supposed to open like a bar or something at like some point before the pandemic? And I don't know. I just, it made me, it got me thinking about like, what are those people up to now? Yeah. <laughs> Where are they now? <laughs> I mean, I, they're around. I've seen Kenny like a million times in the city of Pittsburgh. But. Yeah, but he also doesn't work directly with them anymore. Right. I think he's yeah, just like I, a freelancer. I, right. That's what, yeah, that's what I just, I, I was just like, what is he doing now? Mm. But, um, but no, so I, yeah, for me, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it always just, becomes something very yeah i don't know i i I, it just becomes sort of like uh the just like debauchery ensues after about an hour yes and i'm just like tired and it's I, i i'm not hydrated enough there's like three coolers of water but there's like only you can only fill up your tiny five ounce glass so i'm like filling it up two times drinking it and then moving on to drink more beer did have a lot of fun. Definitely partied a little bit too much afterward, which I wouldn't recommend doing. Um, it would be a good time after that to just go home and sleep. But I chose not to do that. Um, I, it was cool. I actually, I ran into, I, I like doing that because I like, I, I run into people that I don't often see. Not even like people in like, that we know in the, in the beer scene, just like I had like met up with like friends, like people that I, I knew and haven't seen in a while. Like just the sense of community. Everyone was really, everyone seemed really chill. Like, Oh, here's another thing. I wore my stinkies shirt. Oh yeah. 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 The number of people that were either a looking at me weirdly. Cause they were like, what does that mean? Stinkies. Just like people I walked by. I was, I kept, I kept being like, wait, is something like on my face? Like what is like, <laughs> what is happening? And then people would like stop me and be like, I love that shirt. And so many people are like, yeah, I live right next to that. And I'm like, okay, does everyone live on like 51st street? Yes. Yes. Um, As a matter of fact, it's a small, it's a little known fact that 51st street is actually nine miles long in a one mile stretch. So yeah. And it goes (laughs) up and down and levels. Yeah. (laughs) The closer you get to the core of the earth, the cheaper it gets. But so, yeah, so that was fun. It was, it was good to sort of, um, you know, chat with some very kind people about stinkies and get, get sort of the lay of the land. Um, another big gripe I have. Okay. So they had, I think like four food trucks or so four or five, maybe can't really remember. Okay. And we went up to one of them I will not name them. The food was delicious, but um, I went up and I was like, yeah, can I have this? And they were like, oh, unfortunately, we don't have any of that. And I'm like, okay, they need to tell you how many people you need to cook for. And you shouldn't be running out halfway through the festival. I'm sorry, but you really need to be prepared. That the food was good. And I did. I did eat all of it. It was very good. But please, can we please be prepared? Can we please be prepared? And that's a tough one for a food truck at a festival like that too, because it's a Saturday because it's 
the end of their week, or it might be like they have Sunday to go, but they're going to a place that maybe has less than favorable clientele, or they don't want to throw away tons of food. I get that. But at the same time, like I, I fully agree with you. I think that there is a very tough balance for how much food to bring versus what's going to please everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like I, you know, and, and I do have sympathy for that, but I wanted to be petty today. So I woke up and chose pettiness today. And, uh, and I just, I, I really wanted that thing that they didn't have. So, you know, sucks for me and I'm not going to track them down. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, I mean, but if they're at the place that you're going, you'll probably have it again. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it was, I think it might've been the first, the very first time I had them. And this is a place I've seen around for years. And I was like, yeah, good for you. Good for you. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that was, that was, that was pretty tough. Um, all in all, like I would say, uh, the other thing was it was like really, I'm glad that, that I read like the instructions before I went, because they did say like, the terrain is very rocky. Do not wear sandals. Wear shoes. Like, oh, wear real shoes. Yeah, see, that's nice. And it's filthy. Like, it, it, it's, like, disgusting. Like, it's, a, it's, like, some of it's grass, some of it's gravel. Like, there's a, like a, there was, like, a massive indoor portion, which I didn't see. Like, you can't really tell when you walk, first walk in. I was like, oh, yeah, this is, like, maybe a little bit smaller than I thought. And then you walk into the, like, big open warehouse area, and there's, like, 25 more places. Oh, damn. Uh, the one, another, another gripe I have is that in this big giant warehouse, they had people playing music and the acoustics in a massive warehouse on top of people talk, just people speaking at a, a normal volume. Insane. It was so loud. So like, you can't hear a single thing anyone's saying. Yeah. So. That's, that's one thing about, um, I mean, I guess you have to kind of ex- assume that, but at the same time, like there should be a way to kind of separate that from like the big crowded areas. If you want to go see yeah. the music, you should be able to go see the music. Uh, perfect example of that is at uh, Dark Lord Day. Now they start the music later on in the day, right? So it's not like you're getting there at 7 a.m. and the the music is blaring at that point, like they have a DJ that's playing like very hush or at least like talking level music just to have like background noise. But they also have pavilions set up one for the side stage and one for the main stage. And you can go into those areas expecting a lot of sound, or you can stay in the quieter areas because it's a big ass festival. Now I understand that Carrie furnace is not the biggest place, but it's also pretty spread out. So you could probably like, kind of separate. Yeah, it's so they had two. So there were two like venue. There was like the inside portion, which was smaller. And then they had like an outside, like truck, like stage thing set up. And there were like a few people that played throughout the day. Um, and the outside music was great. It was, it was like fun to listen to. It's like good background music. Um, but then you get, inside and it's just like honestly at that point i feel like you should probably just like put on like a spotify playlist and just like call it a day and keep the speakers a little bit low because it's like no one's paying attention 
Right. You're not going to this festival for the show. Whereas like Dark Lord Day, there's a concert involved. Yeah. Like it's, it's meant to be this concert and beer festival all at once. So yeah, I get that. Yeah, so that was, yeah, it's just, like, tough because you're, like, trying to scream to get, like, to talk to people. And then, you know, it's just, yeah, just a cacophony of sounds. But, yeah, I mean, all in all, I, you know, I, I don't I don't know how many more I have in me, um, just in general. It's, it's, it's tough. It's, like, it, I mean, it gets harder and harder the older I get. And I like to... I like to be hydrated. I would have loved to have a water bottle there that I could refill, but I don't know if that would have even been possible, but I, yeah, just, I need, I need like a better, like hydration situation. Like I need those. The, I need you to the get water Buffalo. Big, yeah. I need you to get one of those. Like that, I don't need these, like these igloo, like orange cooler things <laughs> that like everyone's right. A touching and B like, pouring into their five ounce glass. Like I just that's what, I need more than that. That's what I like about good vibes is they have like 10 of those water Buffalo things and they're ice cold and they shoot water out super fast and you can rinse your glass there or you can take a, a plastic like 16 ounce solo cup and fill that up, walk around with that and your taster cup at the same time. And it's like everything just works better when you have more hydration. Um, so that again is another gripe for a lot of these festivals. Now I understand that it may not be cost effective to have those or as many, as many of them, but I think that it's a great thing to be conscious of the idea that these people are getting fucking plastered at your facility or at your festival and you need to take care of them. (laughs) Like, yeah, you really do. You really, really do. Um, I, it's just, yeah. I, we just need to be better about like everyone knows everyone's been to a festival that has been great and has all of the amenities that you need. Yes. The one thing I will say, there was no shortage of porta potties at this place. They had about <laughs> 45 of them. <laughs> so anytime you had to go take a piss, you're good to go. You but weren't, the you weren't is, ducking behind a tent because your yeah. friend is manning it or yeah, like, right. That, that's is, a good thing. So too. they had those like standing like sink things that you can like get soap and like put you push like the the lever at the bottom and like water comes out. Yeah. Um, but and so I'm like, OK, you know that there's like fancier versions of all of these things. Can we not get like some like a better water system? Come on, guys. Let's, yeah, let's, let's get like, one that's get foot activated so you can just push on it while you're washing your hands at the same time. Right. Like, yes. That exactly. shouldn't be that hard to invent. <laughs> like, No, no. Now, no. you might have to pump with your foot a little bit to get the water going or something, but I, I think that that's a real, like, oversight. Like, let, 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 let's make this a thing, guys. Uh, <laughs> we, we need to. We really need to. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of opportunity for growth here. I see a lot of opportunity. And um, I hope that someone out there listens to this and takes action. Yeah. Yeah. Because I am way. not, I am not an engineer. No. Although I play one not. on TV. Um, although I do play one on TV. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I that would be I, a brilliant idea. <laughs> I, right. I think, you know, I, I don't know. I think all in all, 
if I had to rate if I had to rate it out of ten, my experience, I'd probably give it like a six or a seven. Okay, yeah, I'd probably give it like a probably a seven. All right. So well, uh, yeah, okay. Well I'll then, let's seven. seven's let's, good. I'll do seven. Let's play this game then. Okay, great. Um, what uh, what is a ten beer fest that you've been to, or or, or is there one? Uh, I, it's tough for me to say something is a 10 because 10 to me would mean I have a reasonable amount of alcohol. I'm incredibly hydrated. I have some good food, but that's never happened because after about an hour, you're just downing five ounces of whatever fucking IPA. And by the end, you're blackout drunk. Fair, fair. So that's never happened. That would be my ideal. My ideal would be a little bit more than a five ounce pour. Ample or hydration. Like, or, or yeah. Or like, I don't know. I know, I know people wouldn't like this and I don't, I think I wouldn't even like this as much. Or maybe, maybe if the ticket was cheaper, like if you got like six pours or something like six half pours or like 10 half pours or something like that, like, like something that is like a reasonable amount for maybe like maybe a lower ticket price. And you go around and you have like a, I don't know, you have ticket, like it's like a ticket system or something, whatever. I, I think I might enjoy that better than just like being able to go around and get whatever, just, just to be able to pace myself. Like I what if like there's like no. Now hear me out on this. What if your wristband came apart, right? Like it was perforated. Yeah. And you could rip off a strand to get a drink. That would be cool. Like, or, or you had like a bracelet system, right? Now, I mean, I know that's not perfect because eventually like people are just handing bracelets to each other to get more beers or whatever. Yeah. I, and but, listen, there's no perfect system. Right. Because, but like because if you had a perforated, that, yeah. if you had a perforated band that had 10 sections, let's say, and once yeah. your wristband was gone, you were done. Right. That to me would be a good way to police the situation and also make it so you could try enough things and yeah, maybe make it a little heavier pour, like an eight ounce or, or a 10 ounce or something. That's what, yeah. It's just, but, it, it seems like some places are pouring two ounces. Some places are pouring five ounces. It's just like, I don't, there's no, it's all, it's all loosey goosey. It it's is. All, it it's is. a little bit too loosey goosey for me. It really, I need there to be more structure, but, uh, but, I also see the allure to having a good time, right? Yeah. And I, uh, that's one thing that, like, uh, when we went out to Harrisburg this year for Prototypes Invitational, uh, Sarah and I love Prototype, and I will support them no matter what they do. Uh, this festival was top tier for me because, number one, the, the, the venue was great. It was huge. It wasn't loud. There were not like you weren't elbow to elbow with everybody, but you could be if you wanted to. Like if everybody was rushing to get a beer that was released, like time release or whatever, everybody was super friendly. A lot of people were, uh, you know, like sharing their opinions. Like everybody was just kind of talking, hanging out. Like it was a big just group hang, you know, and like towards the end of the festival, we had VIP tickets. So we got in an hour early. We got to kind of see, like you said, see the lay of the land kind of know what you needed to get to in your personal what I want to drink today thing, right? And I think that's the biggest part of VIP is that you get this sense of, okay, I hit the ones that I wanted. 
without being bum rushed by a bunch of idiots who just see a uh, pastry sour or a uh, Imperial stout or whatever it is. And so like they, they did a really nice balance of what was available when it was available, who was there. It wasn't like, I don't think they completely sold out, but they were damn near 98% sold out or whatever. And it was still big enough that you weren't bumping into somebody every step. There was a lot of like camaraderie amongst the people pouring. There were a lot of volunteers and a lot of people that shipped beer in that weren't actually there, which is a downside. So I would say that that one was for me, probably like an eight out of 10, but the, the overall experience to me was so much more fun than I've had at like the bigger festivals where they have like an oversell of tickets just to make their profit. And so seeing something with the balance of roominess, but also like a closeness to the community was really cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you don't always get that. That's the one thing is like, it, it just always seems like if it's not like a true, like craft centric event, and even even at that, it's like if it's not like the thing about the juicy brews things is like that's people who like are actually passionate about like you know usually it's people who like IPAs like we do you know like it's it's like those people so like I that I would feel a little bit more comfortable but like these other festivals it's like it's just like people would just go yes yeah the, go. the and I don't always necessarily love that. The Homer festivals are a little different than the national ones. I would say that for sure. Yeah. And I mean, I've been to a lot more than you have. So, I mean, I have a little bit better experience with the local ones versus the the bigger ones. Mm -hmm. But I'm really excited to see these like niche festivals pop up everywhere. Like um, the the Pittsburgh Mixed Firm Festival that's going to be going on. Like... Nobody is celebrating mixed firm in Pittsburgh, right? Like I'm sitting here drinking one of the best saisons that I've had out of Pittsburgh ever. This is the uh, river of ferns from coven and they are absolutely crushing it. Like if you haven't been there yet, you absolutely should be. I don't care if you feel mad that they took over the roundabout spot or whatever. Like these guys are an absolute unit of their own and they are doing great work with the beer that they're making. But the, the players that are coming to this festival are so insane. Like uh, they've got Casey, which is a huge mixed firm brewery, right? They do a lot of blending. They do a lot like, like this stuff is in like the, the, what they're bringing to Pittsburgh with this is so fucking cool. And like, I know that they're going to put on a good festival because they paired with the the Brewers Guild. They're they're working with these bigger established breweries like Cinderlands and like um, oh shoot, who's the other one? I cannot remember off the top of my head. I'm sorry, I should have pulled this up before I started talking about it. Uh, but they're doing this like it's not the first time that they're doing it. Like they're they're bringing in all of these huge breweries from all over the world. And it's going to be a massive party. It's super cheap for what it is. And it's a weird style that you don't necessarily get to experience all the time. So like that I'm looking forward to, 
But I've also been to the the opposite of that the the big uh, you know stout festivals the good vibes the dark lords the yeah. uh, right, juicy right. brews where they bring in voodoo and voodoo brings a brc or an i uh, the um, imperial breakfast stout or you know whatever like mm-hmm. there's there's so much available in the craft beer industry that you shouldn't be bored with beer festivals you're just picking the wrong ones yeah yeah. No, that's a, that's, I did not know about the mixed firm festival. It does sound very fun. Yeah. Let me look it up because uh, I can't remember the name of it right now, but yeah, go ahead and you take over. No, I, I no, I agree. I, I think it's, especially when they do something that specific, it's, it's cool. Um, cause then it, I don't know. It just, it seems like it, it will oh, inevitably uh, go ahead. I found it. Sorry. Uh, it's the, uh, Pittsburgh mixed culture festival. It's happening July 30th. It is a celebration of Saison, mixed culture beer, and the diverse community of beer-loving people, presented by Cinderlands and Trace. That's who it is. Oh, that's right. I did hear it. I don't know where I saw that. I it's like probably, I, I mean, it's all over Trace's on Instagram. But there, the, the brewery list is absolutely bonkers. Like, it is nuts how many people they have on this list. Like, I'm just going to show you the, the picture, Alex. Like, do you see all Holy them? Shit. Like, yes. I, it's literally like oh, no. 40 breweries and they're not even done yet. Do you know where it is? It is at Freedom Farms in Valencia. Oh, that's right. That's right. What a, what a fascinating place to have it. Yeah. I, I that would be cool. Honestly, I think that would be sick. and you know that their food's going to be killer because it's all farm to table. You yeah. know that like. The the yeah. atmosphere is going to be great. If I mean, Cinderlands has anything to do with it, the food's going to be fire. So yeah, I just to just to throw out like the the top tier ones that I see just quickly scanning the list here. You've got three Fontenen, and I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, you've got Ale Song. You've got Allagash. Uh, Birds fly south. Cinderlands, obviously Casey. Um, Creature comforts. Fonta Flora, Hacienda Beer Company out of California, uh, Narrow Gauge from Colorado, the Perennial, fucking Perennial is going to be there. Uh, like, there is so much. Uh, Remnant, who you're familiar with from Remnant, the Boston days, right? Um, mm-hmm. Strange Roots, Stick City, all the, the locals, The Veil is coming. Like, Wander Brewing from Washington fucking state is coming to this festival. Now, granted, they know. may not have their own beer or they may not have their own brewery representative flying to Pittsburgh for this festival, but still, this is absolutely markedly one of the best festivals that has ever hit Pittsburgh. And it's going to be silly because it's about fucking saisons and mixed culture beers. Like, and y'all better be there. Yeah. I, I don't even know what the ticket prices now. are. I don't even know if they're still on sale. Uh, but there are tickets. So there's a DD ticket available. Um, they have a session one and session two. Uh, general admissions, 55 bucks. VIP is a hundred bucks. Uh, designated drivers, $15. So that's not that bad at all. No, that's a very cheap for, ticket. for 40 goddamn breweries. That's insane. Yeah, like that's insane. 40 upper echelon breweries i'm saying not like they're they're not like home brews i mean um, there, there might be some home brews on the list i don't know i didn't read the whole thing but <laughs> they're doing it up for this festival and 
like that now now I'm sitting here like shit maybe I should go <laughs> like cuz I didn't even think about it really I was like right I mean I'm probably working that day or I, I don't know I can't get the time yeah. off or whatever but no I should maybe go out because I mean it's great if you've never had a freedom farm sandwich at their sh- the the sandwich shop you're missing out <laughs> all of those things I can't imagine it not being a good time I mean no that list of that list of things is just crazy but. Well, I got to say, we're getting up to about an hour here now, Alex. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I, um, I I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to to speak on my experience. And, um, you know, I just I felt the need to it felt like a good place to to sort of circle back to to revisit some of our old our old uh, thoughts and feelings about beer festivals and see if we couldn't come up with some new fun, you know, content and ideas. And, and I think uh, we did. I think, I think that I, I, I think we did knowing that you went to beers of the Berg and I've never been, um, there's uh, there's a few coming up here that I'm going to be at. If anybody else is going, please look me up. You know, we'll hang out. We'll have a beer. Uh, I'll be going to good vibes on July 9th. Uh, I will be definitely trying to get to the mixed culture, uh, one now because that sounds fucking sick. Um, I hyped myself up about that. Uh, I will be going to Barrel and Flow this year. I promise. I already took the time off of work. It's in. I volunteer. You know, I'm 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 ready to go. So, uh, see me at Barrel and Flow. I'll be the one of those awkward white guys hanging out. But the uh, other than that, us, it only took you four years. <laughs> Yes, it's the fourth year that they're doing it, and they're fucking killing the game. They have so many collabs this year; it's nuts. They're that like the list is great. They have so many big names. They're doing a lot of cool sponsorships, a lot of cool collabs with locals, and I mean, just to see the the culture flourishing outside of just the the bearded white guy um, just really makes me excited to just see what can happen in the uh, the craft beer community. So, gotta say. Get your tickets for Barrel and Flow. We'll be out there. Uh, I will be anyway. Alex, if you want to come, we'll uh, we can arrange rides and you can sleep on my couch that night or whatever. I'll but, th- I'll think about it. I'll let you know. All right. Uh, so yeah, thank you for your thoughts on on beers of the Berg. I really I'm glad that you Anytime. had a good time. And I I think that again I think friendship and and the experience is just as important as the beer you drank. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, stay tuned. I, uh, who knows, maybe I'll be back sooner than you think. Yeah. You said you were gone for good. And now this is the second episode in two months. I didn't say gone for good. I said indefinite hiatus. (laughs) Well, this is the second episode you've been on in two months. So I'm counting that as a win for me. Uh, But thank you again for hanging out with me tonight. Um, Of course. Crack yourself a beer. Listen to our old episodes. The past couple of weeks have actually been really fun. Um, if you haven't listened yet, we had the beer douche and the beer dad on the last episode. Mm. So mm-hmm. check them out. Um, good times all around. We're going to probably have more guests coming up here. Uh, surprise, surprise, wink, wink. One of my favorite new breweries, the one that I'm drinking right now. We'll probably have them on soon. Uh, but stay tuned. Alex, I'm going to raise a yes. glass here at this I point. I will raise one to you as well. And two also as well. Cheers. Cheers.